the Sportsy Show. Welcome to the Sportsy Show. I am your host, Chuck Banner, and I am flying solo on the League of Enthusiasm portion of the podcast today. This is Championship Chatter with the Commissioner Volume 4. And that is the in-season name of the podcast for this season and uh, a lot of seasons past. But actually, this year, we seem to be going pretty good on the week-to-week thing. I know it is early in the season, but we will be keeping it up. All right, so we're going to start off though with the results of last week's episode. I had my friend on Rob, and uh, we both went three and two for the League of Enthusiasm predictions, and that brings me to nine and six record on the predictions, and my friends at a six and four record on the predictions. The game of the week from last week was Nick versus Rob, and there's a good reason why it was a ninety-three to ninety, I believe. Uh, match and it was uh, pretty close it went down to Monday night and I know Rob got some points from uh, Mixon but it, it was a close one and yeah 93 to 90 so I mean like and that was uh, something that we had I think uh, we had both picked Rob to actually win that match. I know we we went three and two. We both went three and two. We both uh, ended up having the exact same picks for the League of Enthusiasm. But yeah, it was a it was a great game. Came right down to the wire, so that was game of the week. The curse update is, yeah, Sean's zero four. I mean, big surprise. Look how he drafted. He kept James Conner over Ezekiel Elliott. That was a big mistake. Everybody can say that he made a good decision at the draft. I do not think that. I think he could have taken Ezekiel Elliott, and then he could have taken Tony Pollard in like the sixth or seventh round. And yeah, that might have been an overdraft then, but he would have Zeke and the starting running back in Dallas, which we can all agree is going to be good behind that line, right? All right, that brings us to the high score from week four. And that is yours truly, me, Chuck Banner, Pat, the Anti-Dentites, with 123 points over the Cursed Guru, 107 points. But our low, low, low of the week is Jordan, the guy that I am facing this week. I mean, it doesn't get much easier for the anti-dentites. Gonna cruise to five and oh. Tom, like I said last week, I'm gonna see you in the playoffs. Oh, why is everything freezing? All right, so that brings us to the MVP race update. We have a slight change in the standings. Still at first place is Austin Eckler with six MVP points, and he is a member of the Shy Style Hot Dog Heart Attacks Tom's team. Then you have my representative, the New England Patriots defense. Yeah, it's kind of disgusting when a defense is making an MVP candidate. And 
the MV, uh, the Patriots have four points, so there we go. I am in second place with that. A member of the anti dentites my team. And then there are four players tied at three points, so we will not get into that at third place. Then the quarterback of the year race had a drastic switch up, going from third place last week to jumping all the way to first place this week. Lamar Jackson was seven points and 115 overall fantasy points he is a member of the come get some dan squad then in number two second place so far in the race for quarterback of the year is patrick mahomes seven points big surprise 111 overall fantasy points so a tight race there four points and he is a member of the shy style hot dog heart attacks tom squad and then third place, bumping Dak Prescott completely out of the top three, is Russell Wilson with six points and 107 overall fantasy points because Dak also has six points. And he is a member of Demac Flop Servant Jordan's squad. So even in the mess that Jordan has as a team, he still has a member of his team vying for a award. And that brings us to the predictions for the LOE matchups for week five. All right, first up is going to be Brad's Chicago Twisted Maniacs versus Nick's Yetis. I have Nick's slated to win this, and I believe he is projected to win 118-107. I don't necessarily look at the projections, but I do look at the squads, and I would say Nick's team looks... I mean, they got some tough matchups, even though, uh, yeah, I'm still going to go with Nick's team. All right, Nick, I'm picking you to win. Then we have Trey's Johnson's out for Harambe's versus Dan's come get some. I have Dan uh, picked to win this matchup, even though he is projected to lose 108 to 101. Like I said, I don't always pay attention to the projections. Let's go, Dan, behind the... You know, I mean, he's got Lamar Jackson, Phillip Rivers, Christian McCaffrey, Ezekiel Elliott right there. I mean, right now he's projected to lose, but he doesn't have a kicker in. He's also, I mean, his kicker is on the injured IR, so, I mean, he's got to change that, and he doesn't have a defense in. Of course, he's you know projected to lose right now. Moving on, we have Rob's Rob Zombies versus Jake's The Weapon X Project. Yeah, sorry, Jake. Um... I just I can't get behind the Kyle Allen train. And even though Leonard Fournette had a career day and looks like he could be something moving forward of a force, I don't really like your team, even though you got some pretty decent matchups here. I mean, Eagles versus New York Jets, that's my favorite matchup that you get, but Yeah, I don't know. I just I'm going with Rob's Rob Zombies here. Uh they're projected to win 108 to 104, and I'm gonna go with that. And then we have Tom's Shy Style Hot Dog Heart Attacks versus the Cursed Guru, Sean. Sean, why don't you just change your team name to Cursed? You are projected to lose, and that I didn't even I didn't even look at it when I wrote down my predictions. I just kinda 
wrote it down and then underlined Tom's name because I'm like, there's no way Tom's losing this match. I mean, he's going to go 5-0, and and it's going to be a nice, easy victory for him. And me and him are going to get buys in the playoffs. And that brings us to me, 4-0, anti-dentites versus Jordan's Damac flop servant, and he is 1-3. and He also does not have a kicker in right now. But his team is straight garbage outside of Russell Wilson. And even though Tom Brady's been playing really good, um, they just, he just doesn't have a lot of great players outside of it. Will Disley is awesome, but John Ross is in his starting lineup right now. He's on IR. Yeah, I'm definitely going to win this game. So that's that. We will do a quick rundown of the standings real quick so tom and myself are both four and oh johnson's out for harambe three and one come get some two and two the yetis two and two rob zombies two and two those are all playoff teams right now if the playoffs started today but as we all know they do not start today they start week 14 Then we have the bottom four teams, Chicago Twisted Maniacs, uh, 1-3, that's Brad. Demac Flop Servant, 1-3, that is Jordan. The Weapon X Project, 1-3, that is Jake. And then the Cursed Guru, 0-4, we all know that, as our reigning defending champion, Sean. All right. And we'll be back in a few moments with the second portion of the podcast, The Dynasty League. And this is the portion of the podcast is all about the Dynasty League. So if you don't want to hear about the Dynasty League, you can turn this podcast the fuck off. All right, so last week, the results for the Dynasty League, uh, I went 5-0, and oh, bringing me to 11-4 and four on my predictions, and my friends, uh, Rob, last week also went 5-0. and oh. We had the exact same picks, so my friends now are dominating 10-0 and oh on the picks for the week. I do not have a friend with me this week, though, so it'll just be your commissioner going solo. All right, so last week um, there was a blowout, and the Fug Offs versus the Little Lebowski Urban Achievers. Rob destroyed Ryan, 121.5 to 75. That was a fucking blowout. And as Mark said it, when you're trying to tank and you still score more points, ooh, that's rough, that's rough. All right, so let's get to the waiver portion of the podcast. So last week on Saturday, there was a couple of waiver pickups. Um, Nothing really all that mind-boggling and whatnot. There was a uh, Vernon Davis pickup by Ryan for a couple bucks. He dropped Latavius Murray. And then Tom, after dropping Justin Jackson, went and picked him up for a dollar. And then on Wednesday... Uh, the second, 
Ryan went ahead and dropped Vernon Davis, the guy he just picked up on Wednesday, for Duke Johnson, four bucks. Uh, Tom had a couple of picks up, pickups. He also dropped a guy he picked up last week, Justin Jackson, and he acquired the New York Jets for a couple bucks. And he picked up Matt Gay, a top rookie uh, place kicker, but still you know, a rookie, and we still have kickers for some reason in this league, so it makes sense to have him. He got him for two bucks. And then Ryan also dropped the Green Bay Packers defense and got the Carolina Panthers defense for a dollar. So not much action on the waiver wire, literally just two teams, Tom and Ryan. Uh, Way to go, guys, on dominating the waiver wire. Then the trades, uh, only one trade went down the last eight days, and it was a controversial trade by the majority of the league uh, between myself and Mark. Um, I traded Sam Darnold, who's done nothing except for get mono and play mediocre football in the NFL. Um, I traded him to Mark's highway to Tua for Jacoby Brissett. Now, everybody says that he's just a backup quarterback. Now, yeah, he has been a backup quarterback until this year when he was the starter and then they extended him. Yeah, it was like a one-year extension, but... The only thing I'm really afraid of is that they go out and draft a quarterback next year, but they're a good team, so they're not going to be drafting too high, which leads me to believe that they could be drafting the replacement for Marlon Mack and trying to make uh, it a little bit easier for Jacoby Brissett by getting him some more weapons. So that's what I'm hoping happens. I'm I'm doing what I think is buying low on Jacoby Brissett, yet I did sell extremely low on Sam Darnold. Um, I probably could have gotten a couple of picks out of Mark, maybe a second or two or a couple of thirds or something, anything. I, I just, I like Jacoby Brissett. The numbers show me he is a far better quarterback. Right now, he is a top 10 quarterback in the uh dynasty league by the way we score and if he continues to be a top 10 he's a starter for me every week and all he has to do is do better than my other second quarterback which was Derek Carr who has been the number 22 quarterback this year so I improved my team for the short maybe for the long run too he's not that much more expensive and he's he's older, yes, he's about five years older, and he's still under 30. He's not even 27 yet. He'll be 27 in December, so I'll get most of the fantasy season will be done by the time he turns 27 years old, and he's still young. He can... The, the Colts have a much better offensive line and a much better team just with the pieces they already have around Jacoby Brissett. Their defense is better. Everything about Indianapolis Colts is better than the New York Jets. And I'm banking on Jacoby Brissett in this three-year window that, you know, anything could happen. Anything could happen. Sam Darnold could end up being amazing. He could also end up being a bust, be a backup in a couple of years. We don't know right now. I need to win. I'm 3-1 and one after a dominating victory over Trey last week. I need to beat Sean and send him to one and four and solidify, uh, solidify myself. Now, yes, I did trade for a guy that puts me in a hole next week and I'll have two quarterbacks on by. 
I'll only be able to start one quarterback because I can't drop anybody. And that'll kind of fuck me. But luckily, I'm going up against Mark, highway to Tua next week, who is actively trying to tank and lose. So hopefully, a team that is going for the playoffs, such as myself, the Little Jerry's, should be able to score more points than a team that is actively trying to lose. All right. I think I've explained myself enough on Jacoby Brissett. If we take the names away from these players, I think it might be different. Or if everybody wasn't so concerned with winning trades, things might be different. On its face, Mark, you won the trade. I don't think you did. That's all that matters to me is that I think I made the right move. I don't care if every single one of these other owners thinks that I made the wrong move. It's cool. You can win the trade. I'll win games. And hopefully bring me that much closer to winning a ship. Either way, Tom or Al is going to be a hard team to beat in the playoffs. But I have to get there first. That brings us to the Rookies of the Week. All right, so for week four, the number one Rookie of the Week was A.J. Brown, wide receiver, with 21.4 points. And he was drafted, uh, let's see here, the 26th pick overall, the third round pick, six. To Zach, the Green Bastards. Good pickup. Then we have undrafted Gardner Minshew, who's been killing it in number two quarterback, uh, 16.2 points. Then the number one overall pick, Kyler Murray, quarterback, 15.7 points. Then we got two kickers rounding out the top five. We have Matt Gay, kicker, 15 points, and Jay Slay, kicker, 13 points. Then our top five overall rookies for 2019 are number one pick overall, Kyler Murray, quarterback, 69.3 points. But in second place, an undrafted quarterback, Gardner Minshew, 67.2 points. Then a kicker, Jay Slay, 49 points. Then the number two overall pick, Josh Jacobs, running back. 48.4 points. Then we also got Matt Gay kicker, 45 points. But right behind him are my two wide receivers, which I drafted in the third round, Marquise Brown and Terry McLaurin. I love those guys. But that's our rookie update for the week. And then that gets us down to the projections of week five for the Dynasty League. Starting off with... The Green Bastards versus the Fug-Offs. I got Rob winning this game 100%. I don't think there's really a chance that Zach can win this game. Zach can only start pretty much one quarterback this week unless he's going to drop someone like Drew Brees, and I just don't see that happening. Uh, that alone makes me pick Rob amongst other reasons, but let's go Rob. Then we have uh, Johnson's out for Harambe versus the Gotham City Rogues. And I just think Trey is going to beat the shit out of Jake this week. Uh, he's got to make a couple of roster uh, lineup changes. But other than that, 
he shouldn't have a problem. The Never Nudes versus the Little Lebowski Urban Achievers. I have Al beating Ryan down, pushing him down in the standings, helping me out. Thank you, Al, in advance. Then I have the reigning defending champions, the undefeated Shy Style Hot Dog Heart Attacks versus Mark's Tanking Highway to Tua. I've got Tom winning this very easily. Then I have the shit-talking guru, Sean, versus myself, Pat, the Little Jerry's. Uh, I'm, I'm picking myself to win this week. Uh, you have the better team on, quote, paper. Because you have big names who haven't done shit. But other than that, I mean, it, it's going to be a good matchup. I need my guys to actually deliver. And I need your guys to not deliver. All I have to do is beat you. I can be the what? Third lowest scoring team of the week. But as long as I beat you, or the second lowest scoring team of the week, as long as I beat you, it doesn't matter. It's a win. A win is a win is a win. I need to go to 4-1. and one. And pretty much... Uh, yeah, I got nothing else for you guys, so uh, fuck off. I got work to do.